0: Hello, everybody. You are listening to Broken FM or you're watching us on Facebook Live, whichever the case may be. My name is Chris. I'm one of the DJs here with Broken FM and joining me today. It's my pleasure to have uh, here with us the guys from Light 45. We've got Mark, we've got Justin and we've got Critter in that order. And uh, guys, it's great to have you. How are you doing? Good, man. Awesome. Doing great. Fantastic. Um, Okay. We don't know a lot about you guys because you're relatively new to the scene. Although in our opinion, you seem to be taking the Christian rock market by storm with as quickly as your songs are rising up on the charts. Justin, why don't you give me a sense of who you guys are as a band, where you got started, and then we'll just kind of move from there.
1: Sure. Uh, well, we're from Rochester, Minnesota, and uh, originally Critters from uh, what Idaho or something like that, right? Yep. And uh, Mark and I met in a after church jam session. Um, shortly thereafter, I married his sister. So this is this. It's the band <laughs> it's will probably stay fault. together for a while. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know we just love making awesome music. I mean that kind of drives us. Um, I. The whole creation process and the playing live stuff is uh, I love to create the music and these guys really love to play live in particular and all all together we make a really, I think, good cohesive band and uh, we kind of have a big go big or go home attitude on it all. You know, we either make the best music humanly possible and uh, make the best music videos humanly possible or uh, whatever we do, we got to do it big or we just plain don't do it. And, um, you know, I think we see enough Christian rock bands that will go halfway or they'll even if they'll record a good song, they'll be, they'll, you know, take their whole band out into a field and record a music video, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it's just, it's, it's, that's not us. We're we, we want to take it to the next level and and uh, do extraordinary
2: things. That's what I was thinking about for the next music video, actually. Field, <laughs> sitting in a field. <laughs> Guess not that's out of the, the question.
0: Field. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Forest or> field? <laughs> you guys have heard, of course, the band Striper, right? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so they did. <laughs> They did a uh, music video for a song off their last album and their drummer was was out there and he wasn't actually like playing the drums in the music video. And they caught a lot of flack for that kind of stuff. So you guys might want to think about making sure that you have your instruments and actually look like you're playing them for your next (laughs) music video.
1: Well, we'll make sure the instruments make an appearance in every (laughs) video.
0: (laughs) if you guys could describe your sound and not necessarily comparing you uh, to other bands, but I, you know, sometimes that's a necessity in order to help people understand, you know, what you're like, but uh, what is your sound? What's your style? That's a good question.
2: Um, Well, rock and roll, obviously, but uh, you know, we've swamp rock, I guess, kind of, we've, we kind of coining that a little bit. Not, we don't hear many people saying that and, we say that, especially about the song "Steve," to be like, yeah, that's what it sounds like. It's like a swampy kind of rock song, you know, and so I don't know if we can start a new style of rock, but... You know, it's, you know. It's,
1: <laughs> that's another thing where a lot of uh, a lot of bands that we see, especially in our particular niche of, of Christian rock, they, they kind of pigeonhole themselves into this one just, you know, or just this particular flavor of metal or whatever. If you look at the large bands in the secular industry, they don't do that. You know, even right. like you look at Guns N' Roses or Metallica or whatever, uh, from the '80s or nowadays, uh, I don't know. Need to breathe or whatever. They're, you're going to have some ballads. You're going to have some harder stuff. You're going to have, uh, and you got to have it all if you're going to be a all around a band. And, and people are complex, you know. When you listen to a, um, to a band, you're going to you got different moods in life, and you want you want it all. And we want to be, uh, letting the song take us where the song wants to go. We don't want to try to force it in and shove it into some kind of can that it's not, you know. Um, so that's kind of what what guides us it's partially the song uh, you know lyrically our faith and um just just the desire to make good music i guess yeah it's to answer your question pop rock to hard rock and even a couple of reggae things, you know, I'll sprinkle in. Just call it alternative and we cover
2: everything.
0: Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's uh, true. That's true. Alternative does cover a wide gamut. You know, I mean, you can have alternative punk, alternative rock, alternative house. I mean, there's there's lots of layers to alternative music. But a lot of people, you know, you throw out the alternative tag and there are those that are going to be like, well, alternative to what? You know, right. so it's right. nice to have that. Exactly. It's nice and to it can have bring
1: that. to mind like very light, you know, uh, just like, you know, very, very different kind of flavor than we actually are. I think when you say alternative to even, yeah. you know, it, it just, it's hard to, hard, hard to describe what we are because we're a little bit of, right. a, of a lot of different mm-hmm. things.
0: Well, it's nice. What, who has influenced your sound? Like, who is it that you guys listen to, um, or get inspiration from stylistically? Where have you kind of pulled those parts from? Yeah. <laughs>
2: So I mean, it kind of been a lot of different bands over the years, I and mean, we all we all grew up playing different stuff, you know. And you know, back when you're first learning how to play music, um, but you're you covering bands, you know. Like mm-hmm. I used to play Leonard Skinner all the time. That was the first first music I ever learned was Leonard Skinner, like a whole album of theirs. I'm like, what's the next one, you know? And 38 Special and all that stuff. And you know, Critter he he grew up playing some heavier stuff and. You grew up playing all kinds of different stuff, I guess, but, you know, yeah. Guns N' Roses, and 90s, you know, heavy, things like that. And, heavy and grunge. And so, you know, Pearl Jam, you know, stuff like that, you know, he's played a lot of that, and I think it's just kind of more over the years, everything that's influenced us kind of comes together when we're writing, because we all write together. Okay. And so we get a little bit of different flavor here and there, and, oh, that's mm-hmm. cool, we should, you know, blend that, blend that in with this. and. So, I mean, I, I don't think we ever really listen, sit down and go, let's listen to this band and get inspiration to write another song. Totally. You know,
0: well, and that's, that answers the question. You know? Well, it does. You know? It does. No, that's good. I mean, I, so for me, I look at songwriting with um, a bit of an awe because I just I can't I don't have the ability to sit down and pen out lyrics, much less have them be cohesive throughout an entire song piece. If I were to sit and write something, it'd be the most disjointed thing you'd you'd ever heard in your life. So, uh, you know, When Tim and I have interviewed people in the past, we've we've told people like we do a show called The Broken Record, where when you guys release an entire album, let me know and we'll have you on it. We uh, we interview and we talk about the band, but then we talk about the record itself and then we play the album in its entirety from start to finish. Oh, cool. So that gives us an opportunity to sit there and go through the songs. But Tim and I have always said many times that it's a song or it's a show about songwriting hosted by two people who don't write songs. <laughs> That's great. You know, so, I mean, I I I am always amazed and impressed with you guys that have the ability to sit down and to take a concept or an idea and to be able to, to flesh it out in a way that... Um, can have a powerful impact in people's lives. You know, people sit and sing these songs in their heads over and over again. There's hooks and, and catches that grab hold of them and a specific uh, lyric set that will make a difference in their lives. I mean, A, that's a lot of responsibility to, to have, but B, it's also pretty amazing that someone w- enjoys something that you've done so much that they sing it even when they're not listening to you.
1: Yeah. I mean, that one of the best days of my life was we had, uh, we did the CD release party. Um, and a couple shows later, we started playing Your Love Breaks. Was it Your Love Breaks Every Boundary? Yeah. Your Love Breaks Every Boundary. And everybody yeah, was Love singing Boundary. the words to it. And <laughs> it was, I mean, that's, that's an unbelievable feeling.
2: That was still so not that on it. the radio yeah. yet. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> cool.
1: I mean, this, that's... You know, songwriting is something that we we adore, that process, you know, and the way it works for us, it, usually it'll, it'll start with the music, you know, for example, Mark might have a bass riff or, or lick, and then I'll say, what if you do it this way and change this right here, you know, and then Critter will throw some drums on there, and we'll just keep kind of uh, recording it on an iPhone, playing it back, so we have an objective take on it, and say, okay, that works, that doesn't work, and I mean, we, we might spend... You know, write a song in a in a in in, mostly in an evening and get all at least all of the music basically down and the structure down. And after that, the lyrics will come and the
0: melody. That's okay. So, I mean, you just answered a question that I didn't even ask. I was going to see what your process is. Do you do the music first (laughs) and then the lyrics to fit in or, you know, how does that work? So thanks for reading my mind. And uh... yeah. Pulling it out you there at a time. Paul
1: McCartney, one time, I, I saw him do an interview and he talked about, for, for the, if, if there's any younger people there that don't know, he's the guy from the Beatles, one of the, one of the Beatles. And um, he uh, he talked about how he writes songs, and he's like, Za, da, 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 you know, like Strawberry Fields Forever. He would, he'd get the melody first, which is really what we do. We yeah. When I'm starting doing scratch stuff with a new song, like I'm mumbling just total nonsense. <laughs> and, Then eventually you find out what you know what the rhythm is and the melody is and what sounds cool when you do this and that, and then I think one of the things that um, that really turns a a Christian band into a ministry is when you take that kind of stuff, and then you say, okay, we got a message, we got the structure, we got the melody, got everything else. How do we make the message come across so that it doesn't break any of this other stuff? Because that's beautiful and that's awesome, that's going to move people, you know. But how do we bring truth and light to people's lives through that?
0: Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, ministry is definitely a big part of what you guys do. Um, and, uh, you know, it's always nice to kind of get a feel for where a band kind of feels that, that that's important. There's always the people that are like, well, are you a Christian band or are you Christians in a band? And I'm kind of like, well, why can't they be both? Why, why do we have to <laughs> pigeonhole one way or another instead?
1: Yeah, so. I mean, we're, we, we don't shy away from loving Jesus. Yeah. We never have, never will. Um, you know, we're, we're not ashamed of him. He's the, the greatest person in our lives, and he can call us Christian band, he can call us Christians in a band.
0: <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't
2: matter to us, but we're not, we're not going to say. We're, we're, we're a band, and we you know we write and play what we believe, so. Yeah.
0: yeah. That's awesome. And people
1: actually respect that. You know, we played a lot of bars and stuff, too, and, and uh, you know, people care far less than the world will lead you leave you to believe that you
0: Well, I, I think there's an authenticity, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. an authenticity yeah. as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, good deal. How long have you guys been together? Well, about nine years ago
2: is when, well, almost 10 years ago now, me and Justin got together, with a couple other guys, my brother was one of them, okay. and that just jammed. Wow, and we've been playing a God ever since, and Critter came in the picture what, six, seven years ago. that's say seven years now, something like that. So I we went through a couple of drummers and you know it, it at first we didn't i
1: we had I had personally gone through a process where God had told me to get out of the music industry entirely. and so when we first started jamming it drove him crazy because i I wanted to play in the basement and I wanted to play for God and myself, and that was it right. And so it took literally for years we didn't play outside of our basement.
2: So the problem is after we played and wrote together for so long, it's like I'd go play with someone else. It's like this doesn't work, you know? <laughs> like, like thanks a lot, dude. Now I'm stuck in your basement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> any of those uh any of those older songs maybe make a comeback reworked in a in a new in a new way, possibly? Yeah.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the very first night we met, the the very first jam session, we wrote a song and that song we still play today. It's we keep talking about whether or not it'll make the next, you know, next EP or album or whatever. Nice. Uh, Yeah.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Uh, So you guys have an EP that's out right now. Why don't you tell me a little bit about uh, I mean, we've heard three of the tracks off of it here on uh, on Broken FM. Uh, Started off with a song called Steeped, if I remember correctly. Yeah, tell me a yeah. little bit about Steeped. What uh, what's up with that song? Well, you want to talk
1: about it, Kurt? I'll talk about bringing you back. All right, oh. well, That's cool.
0: Yeah. So Steeped is uh, it's,
1: it's a it's a song about um, a guy that it's basically kind of a a story about the old covenant and the new covenant. So it's got two stories in there of people that. Um, we're living in sin in some form of uh, their life. One of them, where you know, is just understands that he's born into a, a hopeless situation, and then the second one talks about how they had, uh, uh you know, basically it sounds like murdered somebody or, or whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, the, whatever you the, want to be. the chorus is that uh, 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 part, the yeah, the part the sw- that I get stuck uh, in uh, my uh. brain. Yeah, <laughs> that part that you hum in the shower and yeah. everywhere you when you're doing groceries. <laughs> so that's the uh, the four ah ah's are actually meant to represent the the law, and then okay. then the two ah ah's are meant to represent just revelation and grace and the new covenant. So it's it's kind of the whole song is contrasting, you know, the the hopelessness of trying to do everything right without God's help and the awesomeness of revelation and grace and love and.